The monologue, yeah, do 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 The monologue podcast, do 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 The monologue podcast, What's up, y'all? What's up? It is me, your girl, your host, Jemiah, and you are officially tuned in to episode two of the monologue podcast. Welcome. Welcome one, welcome all. I am so happy to have you good people back here with me for another episode. Um, Shout out to everybody who listened to episode one. Y'all are so dope. So much love. Um, It's been about a week now. And so I'm ready to move on into episode two and we're going to start this show off right. We're just going to do a brief little recap for those of you who are just joining us. If you haven't had a chance to catch episode one, Humbling Times, make sure you go ahead and take a listen to that as well. Uh, Last week, just talked a little bit about the transitional period um, of college and getting into the career field with me recently graduating. So I just shared a little bit about what I'm going with that, you know, that being on a high horse and getting knocked right on down, realizing you're broke and need a job immediately. And so um, I just talked a little bit about that. It seems like a lot of people related to that. A lot of my peers were sending me texts and tweets and Snapchats like, girl, yes, I feel you been there, done that. I ain't pay my rent either. All of that. Um, We're going to do better though in February. I know we got about a solid little week here before that February rent is coming around. So um, get it together, friends. Get it together. Um, So yeah, episode one was great. Thank you to everyone who listened, man. I had quite a bit of people sending me so much love. Shout outs on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Snapchat, everything. Um, I tried to thank everybody individually. If I didn't get to you, I'm sorry. Charge it to my head and not my heart, but I definitely appreciate it. And I hope you're back here with me checking out episode two, okay? Because we got a good episode lined up for you. I'm talking about we, it's just me. I got a good episode lined up for you. Um, So we're going to jump right on in. You guys already know I like to start off the show with some positivity. And so we're going to start with our Grinding in the Trenches Spotlight. This week, our Grinding in the Trenches Spotlight is my girl, my twin, Janice Miller, this awesome, awesome, awesome woman. She actually started her own motivational brand and company website and blog called Girl Be You. You can follow the website at girlbu.com, but you can follow her on Instagram at girl.b.u. Those dots are like actual periods, like the actual period, not the word dot. Okay, just make sure y'all tracking. But yeah, girl.b.u on Instagram. Um, Girl Be You is just all about inspiring and motivating and bringing together women and girls, motivating them to be their authentic self. Her motto is like, with every step, girl be you. And so it's just, you know, learning and discovering ourselves as women and understanding how in everything that we do, we can authentically be ourselves and unapologet- unapologetically be ourselves. Um, Her Instagram is full with so much motivation and inspiration. I know I'm all about motivational quotes and things like that and just beautiful content. She highlights and spotlights so many dope women of color. There's so many influencers and bloggers and things that I've actually become a follower to and have subscribed to via her and via Janice and Girl Be You. And so she's an awesome hub for just women and empowering women 
Her website is awesome. She actually has a weekly newsletter that is just so dope. It's nice to just have something just appear in your email and in your inbox that you don't really have to search for. It's just packed. She has lessons and she has just inspirational things that she's going through in her life that's just so very relatable. Just everyday things that we as young women um, in the in this new millennium, I guess, millennial women, things that we deal with. She's so dope. She's so dope. She's an amazing woman of God. And so, you know, she's been my mentor for a long time. She's a friend of our family. Um, we met her through, she actually is a former co-worker of my mom. And, you know, they both have moved on from that company and they, she's still just like a part of our family. She's literally like blood couldn't make us any thicker, but she's also a great inspiration and mentor to me on the business side and the motivational side. She's just a very hardworking woman. We talk to each other probably like once a week, once every other week. And so definitely check her out. Janice, love you so much. Check out Girl BU. I'm going to put all the information in the description box. So make sure when you guys are on SoundCloud and things like that, you click the description box because that's where I'll be putting links to things and definitely the people who are spotlight. So be on the lookout for that. Shout out to you, Gigi. Love you so much. Keep grinding, twin. Now we're going to move right on into, you know, the petty portion, the petty portion of the show. I like petty portion, the petty portion. I might change the name of this segment from irked nerve to the petty portion. I don't know. Y'all tell, y'all tell me if y'all like petty portion, petty portion more or irked nerve. But for right now, it's still called irked nerve. And this week's irked nerve, it's definitely petty and it's a little personal uh, for me. But the issue at hand It's people, more specifically grown-ass men and women, who do not know how to properly wash a dish. The inspiration from this comes from my significant other, whom I live with, Um, you know, my boyfriend of many years. This man can't wash a dish to save his life. Every time he is at the sink and I come behind him to pull of what I thought would be clean dish out of the dish rack, somebody's meal is still on the plate. And I don't understand. I don't understand. So here's the thing. My boyfriend is the type of guy who's like, I ain't using no dishwasher. We have a perfectly functioning dishwasher that I use often. You know what I'm saying? I rinse my little dishes off. I throw them in a dishwasher. He don't like that. I ain't using no dishwasher. I never be rinsing no dish. Sure, whatever. Right, macho, macho man, whatever floats your boat. But if you're going to be hand washing some dishes, there is no excuse. There is no excuse why there should still be food on the plate. Why am I picking up the plate and there's more food on it than it was originally? Why? Why am I picking up this fork and it's still asparagus hairs all just chilling? Just chilling out through here like, yeah, we knew we weren't going nowhere. What's happening for you? I just need to know, what were you doing at the sink? Your time that you spent at the sink that you were supposed to be washing, what were you really doing? Because washing dishes clearly was not the activity that was being pursued. Because these dishes is dirty. There's no reason I should be picking up a plate and it looked like a murder just took place. The plate is a crime scene. I got a chalk outline of the pork chop I ate last night still on the plate. Why? Why? Explain to me, what were you doing up there, sir? I heard the water running. I saw the bubbles in the sink. So what were you, what went wrong? The towel is wet. What were you doing up there? Every time this man is responsible for washing the dishes, I got to pull something out 
They got last night's dinner on. Now you messing with me. Now I think I really think he'd just be trying to mess with me because he know when I'm hungry, it's not I don't like things to disrupt the excitement that I have when I'm about to eat. So I'm all excited because you know I just whipped me up a little meal or pulled me out some leftovers. And I gotta pull this plate and now I got an attitude and my appetite is ruined. Because it's still gravy on the plate from the cube steak from three days ago. I'm not understanding. There's no excuse. And here's the thing. There ain't no, oh, well, I guess I'm just not a good. You can't just not be a good dishwasher. If you are 12 and up, it is your adult responsibility to know how to wash dishes properly. There ain't no loopholes. Ain't no Lego, I guess. This, this ain't no craft. Okay. You just need to know how to do it. You don't get to be like, oh, I'm not, I'm just not good at washing dishes. No. No. You're going to get good. Wash these damn dishes, take your time, and when you rinse in the dishes after you wash them, that's your time to be reevaluated and make sure you got everything. The worst for me is the egg pan. I don't wanna I don't wanna pick up no damn egg pan that still got eggs in it. Now I'm mad. I'm not about to cook no fresh eggs in no pan that got leftover eggs in it and the eggs then been wet. Stop playing with me, man. I didn't just get mad just thinking about it. Stop leaving them eggs in that pan. Wash the, wash the egg pan. Everybody know that you got to triple check, double check, quadruple check the egg pan. Because the eggs, that, especially when you don't use enough butter and the eggs get stuck in the pan. You, got, you might have to wash that a couple times. Don't be scared to double wash something, bro. Damn. I'm sorry. Sorry. But I'm just upset a little bit. But okay, I'm back. So that that's that's my irk nerve. That's my irk nerve this week. Wash the dishes properly, especially if you know you don't live by yourself. And so I mean, I've been to people's houses before when I had to like pull the glass out the cabinet. And there's all type of lipstick on the. Has it lipstick? Come on, that should be nobody lipstick on this rim of this glasses. Wash this glass right. You telling me you took this glass from the sink and either put it in a dishwasher or hand wash it and then took it from there and put it in your cupboard with lipstick on it? This glass just had to pass too many thresholds for this lipstick not to be caught. Wash your dishes right, people. It's 2018. Okay? Thank you. Signed management. Damn. <sighs> All right. So that was that. I'm done being petty. I think. Okay, it just makes me mad sometimes. Um, so we gonna move on, on, move on in, move on in to the jam session. I really wish I could sing. You guys will learn that about me. I will oftentimes try to sing things. Um, and I can't sing. I can hold it up, but I definitely can't sing. So that might be something y'all have to just get over. But um. This week in the jam session, I'm really excited to talk about this topic. This week, we're talking about validation. We're talking about validation and our dependency on it, which is something that I kind of took some time. Like I, like I said last episode, 2017 was an awesome year for me, not just for the things that I had the opportunity to do, but it was finally the year that I took to really kind of dip just dip my toe into the pool, into the pond of self-care. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not that girl, okay? 
I'm not a self-care guru. I don't got no magic crystals sitting above my head when I sleep. You know what I mean? I don't have no... I don't, I don't, I don't do no meditations every morning bent over backwards. You know, I do, I do have a diffuser. Um, I ain't used it in about two months, but it's real cute. It just fits very perfectly in my decor. It sits on my little shelf. So, you know, I got a diffuser. I got some oils, but I'm, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not that girl. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't. I'm no master of self-care and all those things and all the jujus and berries and put put the magic diamond between your kneecaps and it'll make you, I don't know, okay? But I am extremely observant and extremely self-analytical. And so last year, I, I kind of made it my mission a little bit to just pay more attention to me and to the things that made me feel good and made me feel bad. Basically, simply put, I just took more of a a record of myself in trying to better understand how I operated, things that that connected me more with people and things that kind of drew me away and made me fall back from people more. And so with that, I learned a lot about validation. I learned a lot about validation and One of the main things I learned is that we are naturally extremely dependent on external validation. We are extremely dependent on someone else thinking that we're good, on other people giving us two thumbs up and that pat on the back and that stamp of approval. We need it. We like if we post a picture and you don't get more than, you know what I'm saying? You ain't get more than 20 likes. Now we looking like, damn, what happened? They ain't rocking with me. If you, if you're a creative and you put out a project and you don't get the kind of response that you want, now you're questioning yourself. Now we're questioning our worth and we're questioning our own validity. And is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I doing something wrong? If we're not getting the kind of validation that we want or expect from people. And that can be crippling. That can be extremely crippling because we're putting all of the weight of our success on other people. We are grounding ourselves in other people. And the problem with that is that people are flawed. People are inconsistent and people are selfish. And I don't mean selfish in a negative way, but there are times where people have to worry more about themselves than they can worry about others, right? There are times where... People are doing really good with, with themselves personally, and so they have more to give to others. And then there are times where you, you hit a low, and all I got is what I can give to myself. That's all I got right now, sis. I'm sorry, but I can't come to the thing, and I can't, you know what I mean? I don't really feel like posting all, reposting all your posts and all that. All I got is what I can give to me. People go through those phases. And so when we depend so harshly and when we depend, not harshly, but when we depend so much and hold so closely the validation of other people, now we're rooted in other people's ways, right? Now, if that person's up, then we're up. And now if they're down, then we're down. And that's just, it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. And one of the other things that happens when we're dependent on other people for validation is that we put this pressure on people. And I think a lot of times we don't even realize we put this pressure on people to accept us and to support us in ways that can really push people away. 
Because now if I feel like, oh, if I don't like every post, if I don't repost everything that she puts, if I don't, you know, if I don't listen to the podcast, if I'm not the first one to listen to the podcast, if I'm not, if I don't take a screenshot and put it on Snapchat, now she's thinking less of me. Now she's questioning my character as, you know, a friend or as a supporter. And now I'm looking bad. Oh, that's too much pressure. You know what? I'm going to just fall back completely because I don't even want to step into that ring. And so we put all this pressure on people to sustain us that a lot of times it makes people retreat because it's like, I don't have time to deal with that because then that you're feeling the atmosphere with tension because it's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be great if somebody else doesn't think I'm great. Okay. You're my friend. I'm counting on you. Make me feel good about me. Validate me. That's a lot of pressure. And a lot of times when people feel that pressure, now it turns into an obligation more so than something that they're just wanting and willing to do. Now I have to or else now I, or else I'm looking crazy. And when you put that pressure on people, it really, really, really just feels the energy. It makes things less gen, less genuine and it, it feels the, the atmosphere and the energy with tension. You don't want that, right? And so one thing that I learned is that when you relieve some of that pressure from people, I start getting so much more genuine love and support. When people feel like there's less at stake for them personally, because again, there's a there's this there's this selfishness that we have. We got you gotta take care of yourself first, and that's okay. And so when people feel like there is less at stake, okay, now I can come to you and support you in a way that's comfortable for me. Okay, now I'm here. Now I'm supporting you. Now this is real. That's what you want. You want people who can genuinely support you and not people who are just trying to validate you for the sake of validation, just so you can feel good and just so they're in good graces and good standing with you. And so relieving people of that pressure sometimes can really help to make you garner more genuine support of what you're doing. And now you're not rooted and you're not grounded in external things. Now your success isn't dependent on other people, right? The way I look at validation is validation, external validation from other people is like dessert, right? It's your brownies. It's your apple pie. It's your cheesecake with a little bit of caramel drizzle on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The turtle cheesecake. Uh Uh-huh. Y'all know about the turtle cheesecake, okay? Or it's like those nasty little lava cookies from Red Lobsters, some chocolate chip cookies that explode and burst with ice cream on top. I don't like that, but people seem to love that. But whatever, whatever your favorite dessert is, that's what validation is, right? Validation cannot be your meal. External validation cannot be your meal. You cannot be having brownies and cookies and the lava cookie cake from Red Lobster as your main course because that cannot nourish you. That cannot sustain you. You are never going to reach those places you want to go if it is dependent on whether people around you are accepting of it and whether you're getting a stamp of approval from people around you and from outside forces. You cannot maintain like that. You just simply can't. Now you can try and survive off of cookies and cake, but your system is going to be a little backed up. I'm just saying, you're not going to be well if you're trying to survive off cookies and cake and cheesecake and ice cream. You're not going to be well. Your sister will be back up. You're going to be in on that toilet. Listen, you get what I'm saying? That's not the way you want to go. You can't sustain off of those things. So once I start figuring that out, 
Then I'm like, okay, so what will I sustain off of? The big thing, self-validation. Self-validation has to be your meal. That has to be what is maintaining and fulfilling you. Why? Because then the dessert becomes extra. And as tasty and wonderful as it is, at the end of the day, you can do without it. And so that external validation has to be your dessert because whenever it's not there, you're still fine. You are still maintaining. You are still fulfilled. You're still feeling good. You're getting all your nutrients in. You know what I'm saying? That good self-validation, you telling yourself that I am dope regardless. I believe in my vision no matter who else approves of it. And now, I want to be clear, validation and support are are still different things. Having a support system and the thirst and the need to be validated is still is different because you can't do everything by yourself. You need a support system. You need people who you can reach out to for assistance. That is different. Validation is this need for, I need people to like what I'm doing. I need people to approve of what I'm doing. I need everyone to be as hype about it as I am and to think that it's as dope as I think it is. It's just not going to happen like that. Consistency is hard. I mean, we can barely be consistent with ourselves. So how can we seriously expect other people to consistency consistently feed us? It's just not going to happen that way all the time. And so self-validation, one, the freedom that comes with all I'm trying to do is impress myself. Listen. This is the caption for one of my photos on Instagram like a week ago. Every day I'm trying to impress myself. I'm trying to be like, damn, okay, jam. I didn't even know you had it like that. All right, you do. Okay, you just did. All right, you showing out, jam. Okay, you showing out. You showing out. All right, okay. I'm trying to impress myself every day. Every day. I'm going to be my number one cheerleader. I'm going to be my number one coach. I'm going to be my number one supporter because I can count on me, right? And all the extra love and support is accepted and it's wonderful. And people who think I'm cool and think I'm dope, it's awesome. I've been receiving so much love for Made to Make It. But let me tell you, don't nobody love Made to Make It like I do. Don't nobody love the monologue podcast like I do. Because then once people see that you're invested in yourself, now they're like, oh, okay, so this thing is running smoothly with or without me. Now I'm more willing to kind of step in. Now I'm more willing to be invested in it because it's not dependent on me. Whew, don't that feel good when you know that you can be a part of something, but that it don't depend on you? When you know that I can dip in and dip out freely without it being a big deal? That's what it should feel like. That's how people should feel when they're supporting you. It shouldn't feel like this weight or this obligation because you should be so confident in what you're doing and your vision and whatever you're trying to create and whatever job you're doing and whatever skills or ability you have, you should be so confident in it that people are like, damn, okay, that you become undeniable. I kid you guys not, being undeniable That's it. That's it. You're so confident in what you're doing that people can't help but notice. Like, dang, even when I'm not looking for this, even when I'm not trying to, you know, support, it's just popping up. It's everywhere. Because 
people can't help but look and notice because you're not even thinking about them. You're just doing you the best that you can do you. Because self-validation, self-motivation is the key. That has to be your foundation. You have to ground your success in you. Your success, your drive needs to be grounded internally. And all the external things are just extra. They're just the dessert. And on top of that, here's the hard part though. That all sounds real good and campy and sweet, don't it? Here's the hard part. The hard part about self-validation is that as much as you impress yourself and as much as you clap your clap for yourself and give yourself pats on the back, you have to also be willing to blame yourself. Mm-mm-mm. I have to realize that when something doesn't go how I planned or how I expected, what did I do? What didn't I do? Did I check every box? Did I reach out to that connect that I was supposed to reach out to? Did I step outside of my comfort zone? Did I push myself to that limit? Did I take a risk? Or am I just being comfortable? Am I just doing the things that I'm used to doing? Am I just doing things that I'm used to working? You have to be willing to blame yourself. That's really the whole thing about adulthood is accountability. Being an adult just means that you have to now be accountable. That's it. That is the difference between adulthood and adolescence. Now you're accountable. Now you have to blame yourself for when things don't go how you expect. Now, yes, there are things that happen outside of your control. But self-validation is all about taking as much control of your life, of your happiness, of your success as possible. And as, as much as that is about being positive and supporting yourself and cheering yourself on, that's also about understanding and accepting the places where you fall short and the repercussions of those actions, of the things that you didn't do. And understanding, okay, this is what I can do better. Okay, I did this and it led to this outcome. I didn't like that. Okay, this is what I can do differently. And so I had to also learn that when things weren't going my way, when I wasn't getting the response from people that I thought I would get, that I thought I would get, what can I do differently? What can I sharpen up on? What new skill can I acquire? What can I get better at? That is also a critical part of understanding yourself and grounding your success in yourself. Okay. And so I just thought that it was really important to talk about that because especially with me being a creative and I know I have a lot of creative friends and listeners, it gets really hard sometimes living in this generation, this instant generation where it seems like everybody else around you is so successful and everybody else around you is getting all this love and support pouring in. And so you want that, you want that attention, you seek that validation from other people because that seems like the way to make it. Oh, if more people listen, if more people share my picture, share my post, if more people like my pictures, if more people, more people, more people, more people do for me, do for me, do for me. Yes, all that stuff is important and it matters. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but your foundation, your what you're standing on, that needs to be rooted and grounded in you. That needs to be rooted in if everything else fails, I got me enough to keep this thing going until it gets back up. Okay? Because success is going to come in waves. Success doesn't have an end point. You're not going to get to that point where you're like, yes, I'm officially successful. 
I'm here. I made it. No. Success comes in waves. And so what is going to be your foundation for when your wave starts to dip a little bit? If it's grounded in other people and in external factors, it's going to be a little rocky. It ain't going to be solid. That's that's like a paper mache foundation. You don't want to be standing on no paper mache when shit starts to hit the fan. You don't want you want to be standing on some concrete, some asphalt. You know, feel what I'm saying? Okay, so really, 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 I thought it was really important to talk about this idea of just trying to decrease our our dependency on external validation from other people and really understanding ourselves and empowering ourselves more and being more dependent on self-validation and motivating ourselves to keep going. Because that's really what's going. That's really what's going to keep you going, right? So, that's it for the jam session. I hope you guys can relate to that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, that was just, that, that's what was on my heart. All right, that was what was on my heart to talk about. Um, definitely, as always, make sure that you guys. When you listen to the episode, like it, follow me on SoundCloud. My podcast is also on Podomatic. Um, I'm also going to be dropping the link for that. That's another platform that people can listen to the podcast on. I did submit for iTunes. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I'll get accepted um, to have my my PodTunes, Jesus, to have my podcast on iTunes very soon. So I'm waiting for that. But until then, I'm going to keep rocking and rolling with what I got as long as there's a way for you guys to listen. I'm happy about it. So um, I'm going to drop the link for both of the the websites where you can access the podcast, like, and, and share, share, share. Please, if there's anything about the monologue podcast that you think is awesome and that you think someone you know can relate to share it i mean you don't have to if you don't want to post it and plaster it all over facebook just copy and paste the link and send it to somebody in a text you know what i mean i'm just all about trying to connect to people as much as i possibly can because i think there's a lot of commonalities i think there's a lot of thoughts that a lot of us share and so i just want to create really a community that's what made to make it is all about it's about creating a community of passion driven people who really 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 want to understand what it means to live a passion-driven life and to be motivated to do things that really make us happy. Um, That sounded really campy, but it's true. That's what really, that's what I do. Um, That's what makes me excited. It's just to inspire other people to do things that makes them excited. Um, So again, thank you guys for all the support that I got uh, for episode one, Humbling Times. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode just as much, maybe even more. And just continue to share, continue to rock with me. Again, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at JustJamaya, just J-A-M-A-Y-A. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, My Snapchat, I think my Snapchat is juicy underscore jam. Snapchat won't let me change it. But if you want to follow me on Snap, I act a fool on Snapchat. So a lot more um, informal. And also follow my Made to Make It pages at made the number two make it underscore 
on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can also just search Made to Make It on Facebook and like and follow the Facebook page. I know that's a lot, but my Made to Make It page is where it's the hub for the monologue podcast. That's why I'll be eventually posting all the updates and things for the monologue podcast. So to stay up to date with things for the podcast, really the Made to Make It accounts is where you want to follow that. And if you just want to follow me and who I am, then follow my personal accounts as well. I'm an open book. Follow, follow one, follow all. I don't care. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna get on up out of here. I'm gonna leave you guys with my quote or my positive affirmation for the day. And so this is actually one of my favorite quotes. I actually live by this quote by the late and great and phenomenal Dr. Maya Angelou. And it is live as though this world were created for you. Live as though this world were created for you. So just think about that. And you know what I mean? I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Happy Friday. And uh, just keep living. I'll catch y'all next week. Bye.